Huh, Chris achieved the gift of flight. Good for him. A modern podcast where Chris and Mike talk about TV, movies, superheroes, and everything in between. It's time for Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And this is a spoiler cast for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. <laughs> and, I, and I notice just a, a tinge less excitement in, in your voice as we start this spoiler cast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so I think this is going to be one of those few shows where we, we disagree or not disagree, but have different opinions. Yeah. Well, on, on what we what we experienced. Yeah. Well, well, the kind of the history of why we decided to do the spoiler cast is I got to give credit where some credit is deserved. OK, so when the original i guess not original but when the last tmnt uh movie came out a year two years ago i think it was um a friend of the show quentin parker and our friend uh javier or javi jose he's got a lot of different names in the circle uh they all went and saw the movie in theaters and i was just like you guys are crazy that movie looks so stupid it looks so dumb it looks weird i'm sure it's gonna be awful everybody says it's awful these these reviews are saying bad things you're wasting your time and they come out of the theater and it's like, yeah, that was good. That was actually really funny. Like they said, there was like some good quotable lines in the movie, and I was just like, you guys are crazy, you know. And but then eventually the movie, um, the movie came out, uh, came like video on demand. I don't exactly remember how I ended up watching it, but uh, it was either like a Netflix, a Hulu thing, or maybe it was a Redbox. But anyway, eventually I watched it, and I was pleasantly surprised. And I think it's because I went into it with very low expectations and it was just kind of like a random Saturday afternoon. I believe my wife was out of the house for some reason. So I was just like, this is the perfect time to watch it. And I just had a really, really good time to, since we really hadn't had a chance to talk a lot about the first movie, I thought things were really uh, creative in the first one. I liked the way that the turtles behaved in the movie. They actually acted like teenagers and uh, the script was actually pretty unique. They did some things that, that, I guess didn't seem so um, typical and so easy that you'd get in a Nickelodeon movie. So overall, my experience with the first one was good. And then you, you like to bring it up anytime you had a little bit of news on the sequel in the movie because you decided to make it my favorite movie. So that's I, true. <laughs> you 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 badgered me enough to where I ended up watching it. And yeah. I'm like, Well, this, I, again, in in my my way, I like to say things. It didn't offend me. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so I was like, all right, I'll watch this. Yeah, one. so I wanted to give credit to where credit was due. So I was definitely not the first person not opening night for that first Turtles movie a year or two ago. So, uh, but we did go both on Saturday morning <laughs> yesterday to see this movie. And I do have to say, I think Saturday morning, like first showing is my new favorite time to see movies. Okay. Yeah. It's Saturday morning. So we, I went at 11 my time and you went at 10 your time. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, how, how, how was your... I mean, again, spoiler. There are spoilers for Out of the Shadows going forward. Tell me a little bit about yours, because I imagine, I mean, out in L.A., it might be a little 
different than here in, yeah. in, in southern Indiana, well, the Midwest. in this area, there's plenty of movie theaters to choose from. Uh, basically, just spin in a circle and point and head that direction, and you're going to run into a movie theater eventually. Uh, but this theater was relatively empty this morning, and I have a feeling it was due to, first of all, it's 10.15 in the morning on a Saturday. I'm sure, like, maybe Civil War uh, had some people in it, even after it's been a couple weeks out. Uh, but yeah, there was only a couple people in there. Actually, the the only kids that were in my theater were brought by this dad. And I heard him a couple rows back saying that he actually worked on the movie, but he wasn't in the credits. So I have a feeling he just did maybe some little touch-up stuff here or there. I'm not a, I'm not 100% sure what he did on the movie, but basically he was there like, hey kids, I worked on this movie. Let's go and let's watch it. And I think that kind of started my whole experience off pretty well as just like, yeah, don't forget, this movie is not for you, 28-year-old 20, man. <laughs> this is for were kids so that kind of helped me but how did how did how was your theater going so i get my theater i think it had just opened up i was at the first screening of the day so all the theater people were not excited to be there um, <laughs> did you did you feel kind of weird walking into an empty theater with your ticket by yourself for tmnt2 i felt a little kind of like embarrassed like i hope nobody sees this grown man <laughs> Oh, no. See, that doesn't bother me. Going to theater or movies all the time, even bad ones, doesn't bother me. But my theater was not empty when I got there. Uh-huh. Um, it was probably 10% full <laughs> by mm-hmm. the time I got there. And I'm like, oh, okay. And there were a lot of kids. Uh, I think the thing that, that started my showing off maybe a little on the negative side is I was waiting in line for to get my, my, my drink for the for the show. Because uh-huh. uh, I'm like, I don't care if I go to the bathroom on this one. I, I'm not going to miss a whole lot. <laughs> and the lady in front of me kept asking about different prices on different uh, snacks. You bitch. So it's, all, it's all expensive. Don't If you have to ask, you can't yeah. afford it. <laughs> and, and so she went through all this stuff, and the guy kept checking and making sure. And then she's like, you know what? I'll just have a small Coke. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and this lady uh, ended up having a crying baby for most of the movie. Oh, so man. that I, I'm, I feel bad. I wish you were in my showing. I think you would have had more fun with, next to me. I, I, I might have. Uh, and I, Maybe. I mean, I, the kids, I don't mind. The, the kids didn't bother me enough. But that lady who couldn't keep, like, she was not there to watch the movie. She had other kids. But she wouldn't take the crying baby out. was like, I'm uh. like, oh. I want to throw Twizzlers at you is what I was thinking. <laughs> but then I'd already eaten all the Twizzlers, so I didn't have any to throw. Oh, man. Uh, but other than that, I mean, again, it was a movie for kids. I, I, I It wasn't a horrible experience. I just, um, that that one lady did two different things. And I'm like, oh, thank God this isn't Civil War. <laughs> or I would, like, I would, I would ha- have some words. Yeah, some so strong words. I think that that's actually a good way to, to go into talking about this movie. So I, I talked on our on our news uh, featured episodes a couple uh, episodes ago about how when you go into this movie, there's not a whole lot at stake for us. You know, when we mm-hmm. go into a Civil War movie, there's a whole lot riding on it. You know, there's so many movies that have happened before it. There's a whole billion dollars worth of movies set afterwards. So there's a lot riding on it. And I don't know if necessarily we ever go into the movie theater with like pressure on us. Um, you know, worried about the franchise, but going in the turtles, I know it's definitely something we were not worried about for sure. No, we we thought it was a week or two after this. <laughs> yeah, uh, we we had no idea when it was really coming out. So we were like, uh, it was, I think it was Thursday or Friday. I'm like, oh, turtles is this weekend. We gotta we gotta figure this out. Yeah, we're so, like, where can we cram this into our weekend? Saturday morning. There we go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, not only is it was it an old Saturday morning cartoon, it's now a Saturday morning movie going experience. Yeah. But I think um, since obviously we're on both sides of the fence, as you like to say, how was your side of the fence? 
I think this movie, again, is better than the first one. I watched the first one under uh, repeated peer pressure from you um, <laughs> on, on Netflix. I believe it was Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this movie wasn't horrible. It could have been a much worse experience by far. Um, and this one, I think, was better. However, any time that Krang showed up mm-hmm. or it worked in the other dimensions, like what could have been a really above-average movie sank right back down Mm -hmm. there was something that they just did with krang and that other dimension and the technodrome that just took me out of everything else they built up Mm -hmm. because everything else kind of felt real and like there are stakes here um i i just i just couldn't like for some reason that made me realize i was watching a movie whereas other parts i'm like i'm into this i can get into this and then again krang just totally took me out I think everything else was really fun, really, really cool to watch. Bebop and Rocksteady stole the show. Oh, yeah, I have to for admit. Sure. Uh, I didn't think they would be that funny or that cool, but they were just a couple bros like hanging out the whole time. Yeah, they, there's literally a point in the movie, after they transform, they look into their pants to look at their animal-sized wangs, and obviously mm-hmm. the, I don't think the kids are going to get this joke, but they're just like, my man, and I'm just like, yeah. I'm, loving, I'm loving that. It's so yeah, oh, so so the actors, um, uh, Seamus uh, and uh, Gary Anthony, was just they, they totally ran with it. They had a good time. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Um, I, and uh, Casey Jones was kind of a letdown. Um, yes, yeah, St- Stephen Amell, um, as we all know him <laughs> from Arrow, he's he's an interesting pill to swallow. And I think if I if I have to put criticism on this movie, which I'm not really going to, uh, but his. I, I just don't I he I feel like he is a good actor, but he has just not found the role yet, you know? He's just not found mm-hmm. where he is destined to be, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think I mean it, it was just his turn and this was weird. I, I wanted a more maybe a street friendly or a street kinda raised Casey Jones mm-hmm. and not a I'm a policeman going vigilante justice on Bebop and Roxetti kinda Casey. I, it was weird. Um, Megan Fox, an, an unnecessary uh, point to this movie as well. Um, <laughs> she didn't really add a whole lot. The turtles did most of the work in this one. Um, and I, yeah, I'm going to actually say not having Johnny Knoxville voice Leonardo was an improvement. <laughs> See, I didn't, I honestly didn't even uh, notice it. It had been a while since I'd seen the first movie and I just, I, the voice actors, uh, I guess they were very effective in both movies. Cause I don't even really remember. Yeah, everything stayed the same, and they, they replaced Leonardo with the guy who actually played him in the motion capture in the first one and the second one. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just uh, – this was a much quicker film. I, I don't know. I, I, I If I was to rate it, I would definitely rate it a, a 2 out of 5 If because people are going to ask me, where do I rate it? And I'm going to put it on right to it. 2 out of 5 um, because I, I think I come at it from – again, in the realm of Turtles – this is better than the first one, okay? Mm-hmm. But in the term of films, I don't think this is a theater-going experience that anyone needs to go see. Uh, you got kids, let them watch it at home. If you're interested in Turtles, it, it kind of fits the cartoon, the goofiness of the 1987 cartoon mm-hmm. uh, a little well. And so if you like it, you, this might be up your alley. But I, I would still say um, wait till it's on Redbox or Netflix for me. So, again, Mike, you are definitely way more into this than I was. 
Lay it on me. Give me your your opinion here. Yeah, so this is what I really enjoy about this specific spoiler cast today because not often are we kind of uh, differentiating on movies. Usually we have different points of movies, but usually we're on the same page. You know, we both didn't like Batman, Superman. We both like Civil War, you know. uh, But this is kind of cool to kind of go in and have a different type of discussion. And I just I just had a, a blast in this movie. I was I was laughing out loud in the theater. The jokes just really hit me. I, I love how fun these turtles are. They 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 feel like brothers. They feel like kids that are just trying to learn how to be heroes. And I, I really appreciated that. And it's just the whole vibe of the movie just really really works for me. And um and I think that goes into how how I was able to kind of look over some of these things that you weren't able to look over. But also I think that comes into a lot of my love for the turtles that I had growing up. You know, me and my brother, we watched, we watched that classic cartoon show. We played that, those side scrolling, um, uh, fighting arcade games. Uh, we had all the Ninja Turtles action figures and you know, the Ninja Turtles franchise has always been a franchise about cranking out money. Yes. At one point in time, it was a gritty black and white comic book, but then it launched into this huge, mega very popular um franchise that turns out a bunch of money so um you don't have to be too holistic you don't have to be too precious with the ip but i really really like how they really paid homage to these really funny joking turtles like the turtles like in in the movie they just play pranks on each other they're just lighthearted. they're fun and i just had a really really great time and when you make a tone of a movie like this, you can look over just blatantly obvious things like, you know, every, any any guy that has passed puberty that goes to this movie and sees Megan Fox changing into her sorority schoolgirl uniform at the beginning of the movie is going to be very engaged on the screen. And there's a point in time where she's changing into the and changing from pants into a skirt and there's a cut where all of a sudden she doesn't have the pants on anymore and it's just like people are like asking well what happened to her pants it's just like well, we don't care this is just a fun weird lighthearted movie and this part of the movie doesn't really matter when things like that happen it doesn't really matter how people uh get these things to happen like baxter stocksman's motivation is about being like the the greatest scientist ever. He wants people to remember him. And that's about as far as it goes. He doesn't have a whole lot of depth to his character, but that's okay. I don't need a whole lot of depth to Tyler Perry in a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie to have a good time. And overall, like the, the action scenes were really, really good. The When they're in the turtle dump truck and they're chasing down a shredder in the back of that cargo van, that was a really, really fun action scene. There was lots of really cool um, effects happening, uh, like the, the nunchucks that uh, basically bust one of those car tricycle things in half. And then in excitement, Michelangelo raises his hands and the arms just fly off. And like I love the expressions that they added to the turtles' faces. They were, they were just so hilarious and um the uh the other major action scene that happened in brazil was really really fun and unique i love watching them like jump out of the plane and uh like go through that whole water scene and that's another awesome scene because bebop and rocksteady are included like you said they're one of the best parts of the movie um but i do have to agree that i think the final scene with the technodrome was a little like a little lackluster there wasn't a whole lot of creativity there which 
what's really what, what made me enjoy this movie when they got creative with the type of things that were going on. So the yeah, and then when they beat the villain, he kind of just goes away. Krang just kind of flies into the void, and they you know they didn't necessarily beat him; they just kind of banished him into the into the other dimension. But and he, and he definitely said, "I'll be back to get yeah. you turtles." And so, I'm like, oh yeah, and, and those lines in any other movie would make me go, "Oh God, really?" But this is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. I don't know if it was rated PG-13 or if it was rated PG or whatever it was, but it was not made for me, but I really enjoyed it. Um, so I think it really helps going into the movie with, with the right tone. It's not necessarily going to guarantee that you're going to like the movie, but it's definitely going to help. So I, I know that we try our very, very best not to revisit Batman Superman, but it's just the most recent flawed movie out there that we have seen. As I, when another one comes along, we'll talk about that. We were talking about Fantastic Four before Batman well, Superman came out. But the, the, that, that you actually, you, you're, you're segueing into a great point here is I feel a lot of this was the same story of Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. There's a portal opening in the sky and another dimension's coming through to destroy us. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, there's there's a good movie in there somewhere, um, <laughs> again. But I think when you mention tone, there are two different tones this movie sets. There's the 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 serious, like, we want to be a real movie kind of tone with, like, the turtles and all like this stuff going on. But then it kind of, like, there it injects, like, this third, or I guess a secondary tone mm-hmm. where it's too goofy. And I'm like, if they'd just done that whole entirely over-the-top goofy the whole time, I would have probably had more fun than I did now because there are points where like I literally like whenever Krang showed up for the first time because he pulled Shredder out of the middle of the air mm-hmm. and he's like oh I got some tentacle juice on your face I'm like <laughs> how is this guy like where did this guy come from like what what happened to this movie like I feel Krang was forced in there like they could have had a whole movie about Baxter Stockman trying to open up a portal and yeah. Krang could have been the big I don't know. I, I to th- me I think there's def- you bring up good points. I think these are definitely ways that the movie could have been improved. And I, I, I and I do think that they could have really made this next level for sure. But the way I almost think about it is like there's three different type of tones now that you or maybe maybe even four tones that you can set in like a superhero comic book movie you know at the very very far end you can get a tone like batman and superman that's very very dark and you can totally do that there's nothing wrong with making a dark movie but when you do make a dark movie that movie has to be so solid you you have to make every decision in that movie believable and make sense and the audience knows that the characters are doing that for a very specific reason and that really pays off when you can get everybody to believe in that it works really really well like in the dark knight a very serious movie everything logically worked out and then you can kind of step back a little bit you can go into kind of a middle ground with uh, these marvel movies that have lightheartedness and jokes but sometimes very serious themes and they mesh together well and then i kind of look at turtles where it's just a lot of jokes like i almost think of this movie as partly like an action comedy there's really funny parts in this movie that i'm laughing one that really um uh, I can think of it's this is basically like a straight up gag in the movie and it was funny it's when Will Arnett is trying to get that security footage from the clock and Baxter Scott kind of thing and it's just this scene where he's pulling this cord from the wall and you're just like what is going on and it circles all the way back around to where he started pulling it and then we're like wait a minute and then he pulls it down and it's literally this so obvious this panel right in there with the little hard drive and it's just like those things those points just really made me enjoy the movie it was really lighthearted. i totally get i 
totally get why critics are not responsive to this movie. They, the, I wouldn't say they're trashing it, but it's definitely not getting uh, much love. But the the audiences seem to be vibing on it pretty good. Yeah, and that might be because maybe if you go with kids, you might take in uh, again a little differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe if I'd gone with people, I, I would have felt different too. I'm not really sure. But I mean, there are Will Arnett. Speaking of Will Arnett, just kind of go through the characters. Will Arnett played like he was felt like he was playing Will Arnett. Uh, <laughs> like again, in the first one, he was more you know a little more of a. I guess a secondary character, but like this time he's like playing himself like he plays in every other show. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm holier than thou kind of attitude, and I'm like, okay, I can get it. Baxter Stockman was a little, I don't know. He he started off strong and then just kind of got creepy. I, I mean, I would like to see him eventually, like maybe become sort of the fly mm-hmm. version. Like I think that transformation would have been a great teaser for the next movie. Um, because they now have the ooze that unlocks your inner animal DNA that we're somehow related to other animals. <laughs> yeah, that's, the- that's another example of something that I had to go like, nope, this isn't a movie for me. Just look <laughs> yeah. past it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, again, this is definitely not a movie for me either. But I, like, there were some good parts. Like, I love what they did with the camera in this. How they followed the turtles, like, like on, like again in the river on the airplanes on Mikey's like little jet board, mm-hmm. like the way the camera moved around the scenes and some of these things, simply because they're purely CGI scenes. Like, there's not real sets on a lot of these. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I I really got to give it to him. And then there are times when I'm like, the I don't know, like this guy, he really likes hockey, so he wears a hockey mask and beats people up with hockey sticks. Yeah, one the thing foot, that, the foot soldiers. One thing that I thought was absolutely ludicrous, but like I was I having such a fun time that I didn't care. Like Casey Jones at the end when he's fighting Bebop and Rocksteady, like okay, he's a hockey guy. His 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 tools of the trade are skates and a hockey stick. So let's have him manufacture skates by taking apart a desk chair with some duct tape. Okay, that's ridiculous. And let's he ha- okay he happens to find a pipe that's shaped like a hockey stick. At this point in time, if you're gonna do all that work, why not? He could eat, if he's gonna just conveniently find all this stuff that looks like hockey gear. Why doesn't he just like look inside of a car that maybe has like a hockey bumper sticker on it, and then there's a hockey equipment in the car? That would have made so much more sense. So it's just kind of like really, <laughs> but I just laugh at the kind of the ludicrousness of it, where he's like running in between the cars with his pipe and stuff. It's it's just hilarious. Yeah, and another thing you point out is the scene, like the the shredder uh, scene on the highway was really kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, even um, uh, Casey Jones pointed out he's like, you know, you gave us the most dangerous criminal in the city or the world, and. Like, there was no backup or anything nearby. Yeah. Like, they just happened to come in on these very fancy motorcycles. Like, this is, like, the classiest street gang I've ever seen. Yeah, man. It's, on those. <laughs> man, it's it's the Foot Clan. Maybe one day we'll do even better and we can be a Leg Clan. That's another joke that I thought <laughs> oh. was hilarious because Bebop and Rocksteady can just do that type of stuff. But, yeah, it was it was really fun, and I kind of liked how they were kind of self self referential, as you said, where Casey Jones was just like, "Yeah, that what do you expect's gonna happen?" And then he was just like, "Shotgun shells? Why are they in the bag? That's a dumb idea." So, <laughs> I I, the, I just I had so much fun with this movie. Yeah, there are fun parts. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's not it's not the worst movie in the world. And I I may be coming as a comparing to movies on the whole compared mm-hmm. to you compared to what you knew this was. And, I mean, there are fun parts. The camera's fun. The jokes are fun. The turtles are great. I don't think the turtles had a bad point throughout the movie. 
Um, it seems kind of be like if a character is not a turtle or a mutated beast, like they're just not as fun. Um, Shredder kind of got the short end of the stick. He wasn't in a whole lot of things. Yeah, for sure. And, and he his new mask, which um, helped him breathe inside the Technodrome, uh, kind of reminded me of a Power Rangers villain. Uh, <laughs> do you remember uh, Lord Zed? Yeah, he did kind of look like Zed. <laughs> and and I was just like, okay. And then he's like, haha. I double-cross Baxter Stockman, and then Krang's like, well, I'm going to double-cross you, <laughs> and now you're my trophy. And I'm like, okay, so what? Yeah, <laughs> so didn't this movie – this movie kind of seemed like if I went and saw this when I was a kid, I would think this movie was, like, the best movie ever. It's kind of it's kind of almost a similar vibe of when I went to go see Pacific Rim. Like – um, like, I'm just like, I'm having a good time, but man, I'm only like, can you imagine what the 12 year old boys in the audience are thinking? Or maybe even the 12 year old girls are thinking like they're probably having a fucking blast right now because they don't, they don't care about these little minutias and nuances that uh-huh. sometimes that can drag us down. But one thing that I thought was kind of funny, how the movie opens up saying that it was basically uh, produced in association with like Alibaba pictures and some. There are like five chi- different some, companies making this and movie. And some like Chinese thing. I was just like, okay, we get it. This movie only got made because of Chinese money. But I hope that Chinese money comes back around. I want to see a third Turtles movie. It's really, really bad. And one thing that I liked is that they didn't necessarily force all the plot through the movie like i was expecting by the end of the movie the whole city would love the turtles for saving them kind of like how they forced in the amazing spider-man and everybody would love the turtles and they'd be able to walk around out out of the shadows but no by the end of the movie the only people that they were really on board with were just the cops of the city so i really kind of liked the restraint that they kind of took there where like we're still giving them room to grow just because they saved the city twice now they are still living underground i thought that was kind of i thought that was kind of cool and um I kind of thought that they dealt with the whole um, kind of, I guess, uh, not racism, but kind of like the bigotry towards these monsters and turtles almost a little bit better than Apocalypse did with the mutants. People seem to be kind of okay with uh, the mutants that had destroyed their planet, you know? So I thought the these turtles did a little bit better. Yeah, yeah there is. So I think the best way just to sum up, like, Help me really get in the mentality for this movie is the 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 previews before the movie. Mm-hmm. There was a preview for a movie called Monster Trucks. I don't. I didn't see that. Okay, so the guy who plays Havoc in the X Men movies is apparently playing a high school student. Okay, even though he's supposed to be playing MacGyver in the <laughs> TV show, and he finds this octopus-looking monster in his junkyard that he works at. Okay. And the the, the, the the octopus becomes the truck engine and, like, controls the truck. <laughs> what? <laughs> so it's literally a monster truck. Oh, God. <laughs> they are taking things that we knew as children and just making movies out of them. <laughs> and then, like, so, like, this truck can, like, jump and, like, spin out and, like, go really fast. And then... Apparently, it's a family of these little creatures slash aliens. So there's three monster trucks (laughs) driving down the road. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay, now I know what crowd this is for. Not 12-year-olds, Mike. I think you're shooting the bar really high there. This is under 10-year-olds. And that's all I saw in my theater was under 10-year-olds, I think. And um, I think they love it. But, again, at the same time... I'm not... I can't say anyone should spend $10 to watch this movie. Multiple sets of $10 to watch this movie with a family. 
I, I think you get a pizza and a red box because turtles love pizza <laughs> and and watch this at home <laughs> rather than go to the theater. That's yeah. my take. Yeah, on you know, I don't, I don't think that's a bad idea. Um, a lot of towns out there have discount theaters where they'll get movies a little later in their cycle and you can see it cheaper. I think that's a good thing to do. I would still recommend seeing this movie in theaters. I thought some of those action scenes worked really, really well on the big screen. But I don't think this is a movie that you should skip. I think, you know, a lot of the As long time, as you've watched the first one. Yeah, I think a lot of the times with these superhero movies, there's a, there's a lot there's a lot of groundwork to do. You know, this Marvel franchise is amazing. We have basically the whole podcast we started because we love talking about the Marvel movies so much. And now, hopefully, soon, we'll be able to talk about how much we love the DC movies, maybe with Suicide Squad coming out. But, um, you know, there's a whole lot riding on it. There's a lot of franchises uh, going. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of groundwork that you have to do to get caught up. But it's kind of nice having this, uh, having this really easy, digestible comic book movie that you can just kind of pop up on the TV. You know, you don't have to worry too much about, uh, oh, what Easter eggs did I miss? You know, uh, do I need to go out and read a bunch of comic books to catch up? You know, it's just kind of like, it's like easy listening music. You know, you can just, mm-hmm. you can just sit back and chill and just have a good time. You know, you can live tweet it. You can, you can browse Facebook, you know, while you're on the couch. Um, I, I don't think this is a skip. I think anybody that has an adverse reaction to this movie that's just disgusted is just doesn't really understand historically what the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are. They have pretty much always been a, a franchise for kids to make money, um, excluding its, its origin from the comic books. Uh, but, you know, yeah, just just don't take it too seriously. And I, I'm giving this thumbs up a recommendation. Uh, if I had to give it an out of five, I think I'd give it uh, like a three and a half. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad we, we, we were able to sit down and talk about the Turtles. Yeah. So a couple of things I just want to point out here that, that kept getting on my nerves. Um, Krang, Krang got on my nerves so much. <laughs> um, but in the trailer, we saw him, and there's an image, a, a poster with the pink hair and like the visor. Uh huh. That they're the pink head, like the skin human face and the visor. That never showed up. Yeah, they they definitely changed the look of uh, Krang's robot a little bit, and I noticed that when I was going back and looking at images. So I, I wonder what the reason for that was. Maybe, maybe when make it, he looked too human. Yeah, or maybe when he comes back in a in a future movie, maybe they want to give him room to grow or something. Yeah, and I I couldn't tell you. So that was one thing. I'm like, okay, Krang, like, whatever. You don't look like him. And then um, the the other thing I think I was gonna point out. I can't even think of. There's so many. Uh, just Casey Jones was a letdown. I think mm-hmm. the two characters I thought that would be cool to add were kind of just kind of mediocre. But um, again, the the Brazil scenes were fun. The, uh, the the big chase scenes are always fun in these. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's what we want to point out. And uh, the turtles going into their shells several times. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I guess at the end, uh, a little we didn't see this. So if anyone else has any links to this, I'm going to keep looking. Easter eggs on the Technodrome when Shredder becomes a frozen trophy. Yeah, I, uh, I, I he, was trying to track down what I had saw. And I believe someone said that the Triceratops was in there. And there was like one or two other things, but I was looking like, cause mm. I feel like now that we've seen so many of these movies, we're always on the look for Easter eggs. So whenever there's a big wide shot showing lots of characters, I'm always just like, okay, I'm going to like cross my eyes. So I'm not looking at shredder and I'm looking at everything else around them. And it, it would, I'm it, whatever it was there. It was only there for a couple frames. Yeah. It, it was very, very hard to see. So this is like one of those, you need the movie, like the DVD version to watch. So, 
Um, yeah, so I mean, I guess on the whole, like, I, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'd say get it at home, Mike says get in the theater, but uh, I don't know, I don't know what else to add to the end of this, it was Turtles, I, I didn't know what to expect, like what, I don't know what I was expecting uh, to, to find from this, Not nothing life changing, but uh, definitely, uh, we'll probably see a third one. Yeah, I hope so, I want to see yeah. that third one. All right. Well, if uh, people want to know more about your, um, I guess, growing up with the Ninja Turtles, Mike, where can they find you at? Well, they can find me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram, and you can read uh, my webcomics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, if people want other recommendations for movies that maybe are not quite worth the movie theater, but maybe worth a red box, I'm sure you got some recommendations. Where can they, where can they ask you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, or read uh, uh, my stuff on Comic UI. I'll probably write a review of this on Comic UI, actually. Uh, if, I, if I pay $10 for, for a movie, I'm going to probably write a review on it. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, if people want to know more about maybe our regular episodes, our non-spoiler cast, maybe old spoiler cast, where can they find that at? Well, they can find all of that at SuperheroSlate.com. That is the best place to locate all of these little uh, nuggets of joy that we put out in the world. And you can subscribe to all of those things at the following. We are on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tumblr. You can subscribe and get us right in your email inbox. And you can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. If you're a fan of the show, if you like what we're doing, Doing, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. It, it helps us uh, with their rankings over there. And if you're a fan of the show, if you're a super fan, we have a couple of them out there and we love you guys. Uh, just share the show with a friend. Spread the love of Superhero Slate. And as always, we'll be here every single week. Yes. So, uh, yeah, if you're interested uh, in our other shows, go listen to them and let us know. Write us your review of TMNT out of the shadows if you saw it and let us know what you thought as well. So we'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe.